0: You're listening to Raw with Marty Gallagher, JP Bryce, and Jim Steele, brought to you by Iron Company. If you enjoy our podcast, please share the link and give us a review. Well, it's a new year, and with that comes a renewed interest to get in shape, lose weight, gain muscle, increase strength, and so on. The annual New Year's Gym Invasion is in full swing. We now find ourselves maneuvering through a herd of unfamiliar faces with mouths dusted of pre-workout while in search of just one empty squat rack that isn't already occupied by somebody somebody doing uh, curls. But not to worry, if the year is anything like all previous years, most of these folks will be gone within the first 14 days. The New Year's resolutioners join the gym in packs, most with sincere intentions uh, to better their current state of physical misfortune. The problem is most of them don't know what they're doing. After weeks of getting up early, drowning themselves in pre-workout, and racing to the gym with Metallica playing full blast, they don't have any results to show for it and soon quit. So as you can imagine, we've been fielding a lot of questions lately on the best physical transformation strategies. Some of these people have never worked out. Some have a sports background with li- limited resistance training etc. Most are just regular people confused by the epidemic of misinformation by self-proclaimed professionals. So our goal here is to cut out the confusion and make it easy for everybody out there to greatly improve their current state of fitness. So um, interestingly enough, Marty has a, a section in his book The Purposeful Primitive in which he refu- refers to some of these people, uh, the New year's resolutioners as, mullets uh care to explain that one marty what What do you mean by that well i didn't i didn't come up with the term the term is in use uh in
1: in powerlifting and i think the actual term is gym mullet yeah right and it basically referred to um i don't know what the chronic underachiever the people we see in the gym that don't really train uh or if they do train they engage in some sort of really strange behavior. <laughs> uh, and of course they never get any gains and then they kind of clear out usually at what, by the end of the first month. Uh, but there, sure. is a, there is a tremendous influx of people that are trying to, uh, you know, adhere to the new fitness resolution for 2022. But if, you know, if your methodology is faulty, you're doomed from the start.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we all kind of start thinking, you know, for New Year's, you know, what, what are we going to do? How are we going to make some improvement in our, in, in our, um, you know, physical self or mental self or family or business or whatever. So, um, but it's true. I mean, January second, man, I pull into that parking lot. And it's, uh, it's got two or three times the cars. It usually does, you know, when I pull into the gym in the morning and, uh, it's that way now and it's just, uh, it's hard to get a a rack or a machine or, or whatever. And, um, usually about after the second or third week, you see it starting to drop off and going back to normal, going back to the core people.
2: Yeah, it's, uh. Well, you know that's why I'm doing this article this month with Rob Wagner. You know he's got he's a doctor of sports psychology and methods, mental methods to stay on task uh, of with your resolutions. You know whether it's New Year's <laughs> resolutions or just hey I, I'm you know somebody getting well, off hired up.
1: A, why don't you give us a preview of some of those methods? That that's perfect. That's exactly what we're talking
2: about. Uh, well, my my questions to him were were basically, you know what everybody's fired up as they go on. That's your motivation. How do you maintain the discipline? So the article is not done yet. It's coming. I don't have all the answers. We (laughs) have, we have, have, have some guesses, but uh, basically how to, well, ask me. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, that's the big question as motivation wanes, how do you get the discipline to keep going? Well, here, well, here you go.
0: You take pre-workout, right?
1: No, it, 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 willpower initiates the process, mm-hmm. right? Conscious act of will. Which is finite, right? Well, Yeah, it is. Fi, uh, willpower is a finite mental propellant. Right. You know, you can only hold your hand over the lit candle for so long, like G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> will. press his date, right? You can only... Uh, grit your teeth or clench your fist for so long at some point it's got to cease and people with good willpower well obviously they can uh you know they they can pursue faulty programs a lot longer than people with don't have as good a willpower um in that case i think the person with the lesser willpower is better off right at least they didn't waste as much time yeah Uh, at some point at some point enthusiasm has to take over for willpower okay okay enthusiasm is a that's like solar energy it's self-regenerating and uh, enthusiasm only comes in response to results so it's uh, boom, yeah, yeah boom right. boom and it's willpower to initiate the process nothing wrong with that everybody let's all use willpower to to get the thing going but I don't know. Within, uh, I think within the first ten to fourteen days, you need to see uh, you need to see measurable, mathematically verifiable improvement. You know,
2: in performance or
1: physique. You and there's the nothing easier,
2: Marty. There's nothing no. easier to to gauge than exercise gains because you have so many different ways to gauge if, them. Jim, if 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 you're writing them down and logging, and if
1: you're periodized, okay. half the world isn't. Right. They just walk into the gym and they do whatever they want to do in the weight room, and and every session is groundhog day, right? Yeah. There's no relationship between the one that came before it to the one that comes after it. That's a mistake.
0: Yeah. You know. I, I, go ahead. Sorry, Marty. You mentioned enthusiasm. Absolutely, I can attest to that. Um, you know, when I got sick a few months ago, I lost thirty pounds, and. Um, well I wasn't so enthusiastic about that at first uh,
1: on the way down
0: <laughs> yeah it, 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 um, it you know really opened my eyes and it changed my perspective and I thought you know I'm, I'm gonna use this as a springboard to really dial in my physique and and keep uh, you know um, you know kind of getting getting ripped and getting getting leaner. And uh I'm going to start doing, you know, because I hate cardio. I told you guys that I, I hate doing cardio, but now I'm walking every day. I'm walking yeah. uh for about 35 to 45 minutes. You know, I do uh just yeah. about two and yeah. two and a half miles very quickly. Outside, right? Outside, outside right. in my neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Baby. That's it. But That's I'm I I've been so in. Enth- Enthusiastic about this weight loss and eating right. better and doing my cardio. It just, like yeah. you said, it's solar power. It just keeps you going. That's right. So you've got to get to that place of enthusiasm. You've got yeah. to get there as quickly as you can. And some people can't get there. Well, program, so let's. If
1: the program, if the program's no good, if the cardio's right. no good, if the resistance training's no good, you're What, what are you going to do? Right. You can right. be diligent, but it's still going to come up.
0: That's short. right. That's right. Um, well, steel let's talk to,
1: about steel. Has to use nothing but willpower during the last four
2: weeks leading up to a bodybuilding competition, right, Timmy? Yeah, and you could, and that, and that's a case where you could see the finish line. You yep. know, and that's that becomes your your motivation, or or that's why you have that willpower because. You can see it coming now. Some people don't make it though. And I, and I think there's something mm-hmm. to be said with after a while, you know, if you're training and you're training, you're training, you're training you know, at, the record book doesn't always bring that motivation and and or that enthusiasm. And you just have to go and do it anyway. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are days yeah. during the year where you're like, well, I'm supposed to do work. At, yeah. Get your ass to the gym and just go train. You Yeah. You got this, you got that. Doesn't matter. This is one of those days you, when you have to go through the motions, you go through the motions. Now I'm not saying today's you got day, you got to squat 800 and you're going to go through the motion. No, you need an extra day then, or you need to get your mind right. But if you're on just a regular training program and, uh, you got to get it done, you may shorten the workout. You may, you know, uh, you know, superset or whatever, but you just get it done. You know, There's certain days. Also, like So you have to, uh, in order to generate enthusiasm,
1: you have to compare yourself to last week not last Mm. decade Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a good we can always improve we can always improve on what we did last week and that's the goal and if we even if we fail if we give a hundred percent or 102 percent when we're failing then we've done our duty and you're going to experience hypergraphy you're going to experience the good
2: stuff yeah and haven't we all had workouts where you said, man, that sort of sucked. And, and then the next day you're sore or the next day, you know, or the next time you went in, you yeah. got stronger or whatever. It's yeah. uh, the key oh. is you take that step out the door.
1: Uh, yeah. Or, or I wrote a fairly well-received article on this, where I talked about how you feel is a lie. I love that expression. You know, cause you go to the gym and I talked about, you know, I was ready to blow off this particular session and this particular day. Oh, God, it was horrible. It's like now, it's February, January. You know, we had a foot and a half of snow on the ground, and I am going to go train in the unheated garage. Right? Oh
0: God, at six thirty. At six
1: thirty. At six thirty. Right. A.M. Mm-hmm. A.M. <laughs> Those, you know, but it's the only chance I have to transition. So just just go back to bed, man. Just go back to bed. But, you know, so I, I pushed through and I had a great workout. And I talk about, hey, you know, after my third set, I didn't feel the cold anymore.
0: Yeah. 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 So you, I, you go into like autopilot because we've been doing it so long. We know what yeah. to do. We know what's, what, what we got to do yeah. for that day. And your body yeah. is just, just in that groove, that muscle memory and all that. When, when's the last time you guys blew off a workout? honestly
1: uh day before yesterday i'm 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 serious i have no problem with it if i'm not feeling it i'm not doing it because my all my see all my days are yes. the same for in you know in my world it's like every day's saturday so i'm very lucky that way i can if i want to kick a workout down the road I'm not hemmed in by the usual Monday through Friday, weekend, you know, job stuff. Right. So right. Yeah. Uh, it's easy for me. I'm like a kid. Yeah, uh, but And I have no problem if I'm sore. I did a weird thing, Jim. I've been, at the end of a lying leg curl, I've been purposely lifting my hips off the bench to, yeah. to, to good, create a, a, a contraction at the upper hamstring insertion point. Mm. Right. Well, I did it the other day at the Y because they had this device that can really be fine tuned. I really got into it. I did five sets. My abs are killing me. Today, yeah. Right, because I was doing reverse. What is that? Mm-hmm. I guess I was doing a reverse crunch weighted. Right, lifting my it lift my.
0: You know, yeah, you're kind of like bench, planking man. almost.
1: I had to really contract my abs. I didn't even think about it at the time. I'm like, today i like, oh my god, like does, What does there. that
0: uh, does that leg curl have a flat bench on it, or is it one of the ones? No, it's uh, actually the the
1: the curved bench, which I don't like. I think it's... But anyway, i it has a bunch of the little foot the. Uh, pad adjustments at the bottom that you can make that, are, yeah. that allows me I can mm-hmm. achieve one certain position that gives me just exactly what I'm looking for yes yeah. and also that ability to lift my hips up at the top which I might have to rethink that
0: <laughs> so, so on <laughs> get that get bench you' all- to it. You're already kind of your hips are already kind of elevated a little bit because of the design of the bench. You're it, lifting it, them it, even more. It,
1: it makes it it makes your leverage perfect for doing right. that. Yeah. A flat bench, not not as much, but this is easy. Anyway, I didn't want to get too far afield. Yeah, Getting yeah. back to your original point. So yes, willpower first, uh, select an effective program. Second, yes, use willpower because you should lock down more if you're if you're doing a new year's resolution you really have to have a a weight training resolution a cardio resolution a nutrition resolution right yeah you you know if you just say oh well i'm gonna i'm really gonna lift weights this year well you can be very strong too broad broad, broad, yeah 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 yeah. too specific we need to be um inclusive not exclusive
0: right? right inclusive can we talk about some of the before we get to the examples yeah. and stuff? Can we talk about like some of the biggest mistakes that we see that 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 yes. kills people's progress yeah. and gains?
2: Starting too fast,
0: starting okay. too fast. Uh, yeah. You
2: know, going in the first day killing yourself, or even the first couple of days, oh, and yeah. so sore and discouraged. And right. and pissed off at yourself because you're not as strong as you were, like Marty said ten years ago. And no. uh, you know you're like, damn, I can't even get out of bed. No, you gotta just mm. just one drop a day uh, on the hill, and it erodes just a little bit. And t- you know what I mean? Better better yes. than taking that huge storm that just crushes crushes you. You know, just yeah.
0: yeah, because then you get intimidated, and it's like, well, this is hell. I'm not gonna put myself yeah. through this every day. Yeah, and that's
2: said, and that's I- where a good coach not not a, not a little trainer and all that just a good coach can periodize your training and tell you you know a lot i learned a lot in coaching one of the things was you have to tell people what to expect and and where they're going to be where they are now where they're going to be the patience mm-hmm. it takes to get there people don't understand that stuff you know yeah. you got to say okay no. how you know, would they right and then they wouldn't yeah and, and i think it's like saying you know, you got to eat right. And somebody goes, okay, so what does that mean? You know, you think everybody knows that kind of stuff because we've done it for so long, but it's the same
1: thing. I don't know. I don't understand taxes when I go to see my CPA.
0: Yeah. Sure. Who does? Yeah.
1: Right. Wall Street or something. He's an expert. You know, you know what I'm saying?
2: We're
0: experts
1: because Mm -hmm. we've, we've done this our whole lives.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So definitely starting too soon or starting too fast. uh, Terrible technique. Too much too soon. Yeah terrible technique that's my top nominee oh yeah mm-hmm. I'm so sorry man this, there was a group the other day these skinny kids and and uh it was like two guys and a girl and you could tell it was their first time in the weight room and they were doing those scared cat deadlifts man and it i literally have to you know with their back you all, around, des- all right now now describe what you mean when you say that <laughs> when they're the back around, they're like that's that you know cats when they <laughs> Get scared and their backs go way up. That yeah. See, well, tell, tell tell the story. uh we we're working with the special forces, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the team leaders was deadlifting, and and, and his his form leads leaves a little to be desired. Oh, but it's horrible. You know.
1: I, I called it the worst deadlift technique I'd ever seen used by a human. Yeah, and he's doing five fifty, and and we're like, you hey, may want to. He pulled five eighty five. He yeah, deadlifted I mean, five eighty five, weighing what two
2: ten maybe? Yeah, and and Marty, with a collective wince of forty people, like we all went oh when he uh, did it because his back was rounded so so right,
1: much. It didn't bother him a bit.
2: <clears throat> no, he's he's one of those guys he, that it's it's he's bulletproof. But yeah. uh, the funny thing he, was he the English... he had
1: done uh, what Jimmy? What did he do? He, for some crazed reason, he decided he was going to do what—50 reps with I was or 52 reps
2: with. No, Marty, I don't know. It's like 495 and in, yeah. in 20 minutes or yeah. so. And I'm talking 300 squats a week and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I saw his program. I was like, wow, that's uh, that's a you can bit of volume. you can uh, get you can use bad technique and get really
1: strong. Yeah. But for normal humans, you use
2: bad technique and you get really injured. Well, and I always say you got so many bad reps in you before something yeah. happens. So many bad reps. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Jim.
0: Jim. I think the funniest part of that story was um, because you guys did not correct him, oh. right? And what was the reason? Oh no, we tried.
1: Uh, we tried. Oh, but at the end, <laughs> oh, oh, but at the end, uh, we had a we had a guy from British Special Boat yeah, Service yeah. with us, yes, right? And he's got the fixed Scottish accent and he goes, "Where what did he say, Jim?
2: Hey Adam, at least when I deadlift I don't look like a scared cat. <laughs> <laughs> like a, and when he said, it, I said, Yeah, he looks like a a, a black Halloween
1: cat when right. he deadlifts. Right. And he even
2: had the facial feature <laughs> to go with it, right? Yeah. But so just you know, just strong and stubborn. Strong and stubborn. How about that one? Doing
1: everything wrong. Terrible, the worst. And and he came to me and he goes, all right, coach, what do I do? And I said, man, just don't don't touch a thing. I mean, just leave it alone. All right, seriously. You're pulling 600 pounds and 500 for 50. Just You're great. Just let it alone, man. You're super. There's nothing. I I ain't going to change a thing i had uh dr chris hardy's wife she uh came out and visited us one time she's a farm girl strong girl and uh you know the start position for a bent over row yeah right so she grabbed a, a barbell in the start position for the bent over row and stood up with it mm. 385 what no kidding huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 385 385 brother she was when maybe i don't know maybe 160
0: how was her form when she started rowing 385 terrible terrible no she didn't row it <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> she
1: she didn't row it but she she from the row position yeah that 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 your your up your back is parallel to the right, floor. Right. Yeah. She just opened her damn hip hinge and stood up at three eighty five. Like oh my god, that's that
2: wow. stupid strength. I that's had her so
1: I had her try to incorporate her legs, you know the way we do. She couldn't yeah. break two and a quarter off the floor. Mm. That <laughs> She'd been lifting bells ahead on her back
2: or something. Yeah.
1: and playing to her strength and not getting
2: injured. And yeah. that's right. Well, now that she was super strengthened.
1: Time. Yeah, and now she's super strength. It'd be interesting to see if ten years down the road, if if um, she's strengthened or if that had, was debilitating. Yeah. Like I don't have any back issues. I I don't I have no idea how many pounds I've lifted in my life, but I've never had a spine issue. I've never had a back problem, mm-hmm. um, and and Kirk hasn't either. Um, and we've of course, there's a lot of weight. Most of the back issues are the bend forward squatters and the high hip deadlifters mm-hmm. yeah. so and again i don't want to get too far afield but that's my number one uh is is that is the idea that's a, a bad technique also i would say over training i don't like boot camps and i don't like people who weight train six days a week uh, you not, you know what i mean yeah. i don't mean i don't like the people i don't like that strategy it's too much uh, too often. Mm-hmm. And for it a those, pinner, those that's work. way too much. It's the t- volume is, uh, effort is no substitute for success, you know?
0: Right. I think too, there's, um, you know, there's a lot of times there's not enough effort in the all out sets. I mean, they're just yeah, in there that's just, that's just that's talking, that. they're on their phone, yep. screwing around, yep. passing the time, just to say they went to the gym. You know, yeah. make it count if you're gonna make all that effort and drink all that pre-workout and crap, you know, get in there and do something, 102% effort. But uh f- for the beginner now, you know, you have to be careful with that. So uh you definitely you have to still work up
1: they to... still need to they they need to be taught how to exert to hundred percent of capacity safely.
0: Yes, yeah, yes. That's and once and once they've been in there, uh you know, if they can get to that that point of motivation where they start seeing some results and things don't stay on the same program forever. So that's one of our other things is you got to, you got to reach into the quiver and pull out different arrows from time to time, because look, let's face it. When people start lifting weights, when they start resistance training, most, everybody's going to get results. If you, if you exert enough effort, you're going to get results because your body is just like, what the hell is this? It's confused. It's got to adapt and it's got to grow, but that's only going to go so far. And that might've been just a crap program that you found and just happened to work. It was. Yeah. So you've got to, you've got to get in there. Don't think that's going to, is the, the end all be all program that you're going to be on for the rest of your life. And it's always going to yield results.
2: But you got to watch out for program hopping. You know, it's got people do that. Oh, the first couple of weeks, you don't make great gains. So I'm going to try this one. No, I'm going to try that. I get emails Mm -hmm. like that. What do you think about this program? What do you think about? And I'm like, well,
0: what are you using now? And they're
2: they're like, forget about the hybrid, Jimmy. What's that? I'm
1: I'm using Arnold's arm routine. I'm using Robbie Robertson's lat routine. (laughs) I'm using Frank Zane's ab routine. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm using Tom
2: Platt's leg.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. And I think another thing you need to do when you're deciding. It lasts about to... two weeks. Yeah. And I was talking to Christy uh, yesterday, who's going to be our guest next week, the mm-hmm. head coach NC State. And she has an assistant who's never really lifted before, and he's 140 pounds. And she said, you know. How do you get great... to be an assistant on a professional I think he's an intern without ever having lifted. Yeah, I think he's an intern, but there is an influx of people that, who like the idea of being a strength coach. But fortunately, but never was, strength trained. Right? She's so old school that you ain't gonna do that and be on her staff. That's so anyway, old school. She is, <sighs> yes, I'd say. Which means basic. I, I should have been killed in a plane crash. Why, ten years ago, the 140 guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway. So she said, come here, man, you know, you're you're way too weak and small and, and you know, nobody's going to respect you. So,
0: <laughs> so she put him on
2: Bill Stars three day a week, incline. Yep. What, what is it, Marty? A spot, power, 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 clean. power clean. Yeah, you uh, substituted power clean for deadlift. And a flat bench or something like that. And he's gained eight pounds in three weeks. Eight pounds oh, in three yeah. weeks. He's getting stronger. And it's very simple. He has like a heavy light medium or something like that, doesn't yeah. he, Marty? And it's, and it's just something, you know, I know I have these exercises. I know I have to do these weights. I know that I have to beat what I did last week, right? Simple, Every, it doesn't take more than 45 minutes. And, you know, you see a lot of people go in, they got the, they're doing the cable crossovers. that oh, yeah. it With the, you know, the jumping in a place with a band around your legs and head or something. Yeah. There's yeah. no nothing measurable there. And it's too complicated. Just get in there and do the basics because... You can't measure that other stuff too you know mm-hmm. you can't you know if you got if you went up five pounds in the squat you, the band I'd stuff do, how do you measure it you know what I mean I'd rather do mm-hmm. cable crossover than squats Jim well you'll get more out of it you know because the mirror I thought they were all equal really I thought good. all exercises were equal remember that scene in pumping iron JP where Arnold does the cable crossover that That brought millions of people doing cable crossover. Oh
0: yeah, Yeah. I was going to ask you, what's your favorite scene in uh, Pumping Iron? Oh, the squat scene with Ed Corny and Arnold. Oh, that's that's mine. Yeah, (laughs) you know, you know why? Because it's just so funny the way you know uh, Arnold and Ed Corny are squatting and. And I think Ed's like on his tenth rep and Arnold goes, Come on, I want to see two more. And and Courtney's sitting there going, and he's going, holy shit. And he goes, God damn. And Arnold goes, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of a funny scene. But listen, people are, are listening, they're going, okay, give me the basics of building muscle. Give me the just the basics of. Increasing strength, I, you know, maybe there's some of those uh, those mullet guys that Marty's talking about listening to this and they just want they don't want to bomb out after two to three weeks. So let's help them out. So can can we go through uh, some some muscle building guidelines is just, just like some simple bullet points to give? Because I had a guy ask me this the other day that came to my house and fixed something. He goes, oh, let me ask you some questions. You know, I'm just getting back into it. And um, I just gave him these bullet points. I just said, look, it's not overly complicated. Just stick to these bullet points, go in there, and and be out within an hour, and that's it. That's all you do. You can
1: do
2: this like falling off a log. Go ahead, Jim.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about building muscle, okay?
2: About building muscle, uh, the first thing I would do in this – and you're, let's use that guy as an example so he hasn't been in the gym for a while. Yeah. I, would, I would, I would simply – I would make it as simple as I could and that would be something like a three day a week program with the basic exercise squat bench deadlift
0: right right
2: incline he could do curls and stuff you know I think it's important that when you're when you're doing that kind of stuff they they want to see the showy muscles so like Marty always said you know after we got done we did two sets of curls we did two sets of you know triceps or whatever you do that a couple of days a week um and get them on a diet where it's where it's simple I mean, get them on like a 40 30 30 diet 40 percent carbs 30 uh protein 30 percent fat something like that very simple they can just stick to it's not like oh i can't have the, that when i go to a party. And get their chubby asses doing some cardio and then the next you know it's a three spokes it's diet it's lift, it's resistance training okay and, it's, and then it's moving you have to move yeah all right well
0: Let's back up just a little bit. Let, you mentioned three days, and guys are going, "Okay, well, what do I do this day? What do I do that day? How do you break the three days down? How would you do it?"
2: Well, there's a bunch of ways, but I like putting your basics. So, I would like uh, your squat and uh, bench on day one, right? Um, and on day are you three-
0: powerlifting or bodybuilding?
2: No, you're well. You, you want to get well. Strength, training, size, your strength, tra- your strength but, training. Yeah, well, strength we were talking training.
0: about we were talking about building muscle. Yeah, well, that's yeah. I well, am yeah, too. Your strength, and,
2: and,
1: your strength training,
2: as opposed training. to bodybuilding. Yeah, well, strength and size are it happens together. Okay. You know? I mean, all right, go ahead. You know, the uh, the only way that wouldn't happen so much is if you just did the Olympic list, because there's no eccentric loading. But if you're all these lifts have that eccentric portion of it, so you're getting a lot of muscle breakdown. And then you feed it, feed the machine. But anyway, I like squat bench, like a standing press, something like that on 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 day one. Maybe you could do your you, biceps. You like rowing. Right? And rowing, yeah. And and on that day three, and I'm skipping day two, I'm coming back to it. On day three is your deadlift day. So you just deadlift once a week. You do a light squat. You do a uh, your heavy deadlift. And then you go back to like a incline or a barbell bench. And then on that day two, it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. And on day two, I I like like a circuit thing almost where you're doing like some dumbbell work or maybe you do some machine work. So it's really only (laughs) two days that are 45 minutes to an hour. And that, that middle day is like 30 minutes where you're rolling through it. And that way you protect against overtraining but instead of squatting three days a week or something like that and you also keep it enthusiastic so they get rid of that they get done with that day one and they say man that was a bitch," you know and they say but on wednesday you know because that's (sighs) monday on wednesday i get to roll through this i'm in and out in 20 minutes i feel great i walk outside i got a good pump and then back to some heavy hard work on on day three that's one way to do it and especially with somebody who's been off for a while it's not a bad Mm -hmm. way to do it what do you think marty Oh uh, yeah, and again, I think the
1: interesting points is that you put you put your heavy leg training and your heavy back training at opposite ends of the training week, right? And you know, I mean the Cassidy classic Cassidy two day power split, and again, we're strength training. We're looking, we're building strength, and by building strength, muscle is the unintended side consequence. Whereas a bodybuilder seeks to build muscle and any strength is an unintended side consequence, okay? the right. a critical difference. You train differently. Uh, bodybuilder's gonna use much higher volume, much lower intensity, uh, a lot more sessions or um, a strength trainer is gonna be infrequent and intense. <clears throat> and again, by a, a strength trainer, when they walk into the gym, they they have numeric goals in each of the key lifts, right? They're not, it might not be so much if they're doing, you know, we consider like arm work, <clears throat> power cleans, that's like dessert. With the meat and potatoes or what? The four lift gym, right? The squat, the bench, the dead, the overhead press, some variation of yeah. those four. Yeah. That's the meat and potatoes. <clears throat> we love arm work, I love, I love uh, pulling. I love power cleans. I love that stuff. Jimmy loves rowing. JP, what do you you what, What's your favorite assistance? Dips. We love dips, right? Weighted dips, particularly.
0: Yeah, I do like uh, dips. I like um, you know what I also like is a close grip bench. Yes. Mm. Um, you know, of. just um, yeah, a bunch of different things like that. I, I like rowing too. I I tend to do it on a. Like a forty-five degree uh, plate-loaded machine because I like to take the 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 load off of my T-bar. lower back the, and, the and T-bar, just isolate. bar row. Uh, um, no, that I think the T-bar row is um, braced. I should say, is it the brace support T-bar row? That's row. good. Support row. Yeah, the braced T-bar row. Then. Yeah, exactly. Where I you guess. have the forty-five degree pad in front of you and you you lean yeah, yeah. you know, on that. Yeah, and yeah, then that way yeah. you can totally just isolate. The part of the back that you want to isolate, you don't have to worry about stressing out the lower back, which I have to worry about because I've got the uh, three herniated discs, so I have to kind of also work around that. Also, you can use it.
1: Also, you can use an under grip.
0: You can, yeah. Um, and some of them do have the different grips that you can grab, and and that's good because then you're trying to hit different parts of the muscle and and things like, like that, that to mix it I
2: like up. that device.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love
2: it. Ten sets of it the other day myself. How many? Yeah, I did ten. So what I did was I went uh, five sets of eight, right as heavy as I could. A bunch of plates Whoa. on there, and then I <laughs> it down. That's
1: a lot.
2: And did five sets of twelve. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a guy. I, I like going in and saying, okay, I gotta, I'm gonna squat for an hour. You know, I like going okay. in. I'm gonna do kind of a bunch rows for an hour. I'm gonna do, you know, I, I hate thinking, oh, I gotta do this. I gotta do a different exercise. I just want to do one exercise and beat it into submission. Right. I love that. Yeah. A yeah. lot of times like that. You, um, you know,
0: Jim, I, th- I thought about doing that today. I was doing, uh, there's a, uh, a tricep, uh, press. It's like, it's like you're doing a dip, but you're in a seat and you're pushing yeah. down on the handles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was doing that today after my chest workout and it just felt so good. And I just kept yep. going. Yep. And I, and I thought, okay, it's feeling so good and I'm getting such great results out of it. Why am I just going to stop and do exactly. another exercise? Like why
2: stop? Because of why the magazines, you know what I mean? Like, why Why stop? You, there, there's no rules like that, you know? I mean... Yeah. yeah. And, you so, know, you go
1: back to the Pat, Pat Casey days. Pat Casey, believe it or not, would
2: rep dips for eight hours. And and Roy Callender, too, Marty Chins for yeah. four hours or whatever. They
1: didn't know back then. They thought and, and Marvin Eder was another. They, they thought that maybe that if they kept going for long periods of time, that they would get breakthrough results because no one had tried it before. Yes, yeah. right. Well, they so, were, and I mean, and I think I think Pat was weighing three hundred, and he was he was dipping like with one hundred and fifty. Over an eight hour period, 150 pound dumbbell strapped to himself. Just he'd rep out over an eight hour period. Crazy, oh, could, crazy. Would he leave well. and come back? Would he? No, would he stay there.
2: Stay, drink he's, like he, milk. he's
1: like, he, he's like, yeah, he's like eating meatloaf sandwiches between sets and stuff, you know? Oh, God, meatloaf sandwiches. You know,
0: and back Marty in, back, back, back in in the then,
1: the 60s, back in the Marty, 60s. Marty,
2: next time I come up, make me, can you make me a meatloaf sandwich? Remember that? <laughs> oh, Remember that man, meatloaf I- you made me? And was so yeah frustrated. oh did you have some oh yeah i've gotten a lot better since then yeah well put let's put it on a sandwich <laughs> with some good really dark
0: bread Some like yeah. really. Cool. oh man listen to these yeah, guys Ma- oh, yeah. but marty back then i mean why wouldn't you do that stuff right if you want to be a champion yeah. there was yeah. nothing that there's no guidelines that there was no history nobody exactly. knew it was the wild exactly. the wild west the wild frontier and they so had to they try thought that,
1: that, it, that it was going to be the next breakthrough yeah, yeah. right just yeah. keep doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. Come you know on, what? Man. Just
0: keep doing it. And thank God all those guys did that because now we don't have to. <laughs> right. Cause they found, you know, they found out uh, some of it worked, some of it didn't.
2: Let me go back to the um the bodybuilder versus a strength trainer. I think it's yeah. a mistake for bodybuilders not to use the record book, not to use their notebook as Uh, You know, not to measure their strength or the one more rep each time they they have to. You You know, I think that's what it's all about. That's and we talk about it incessantly about to maintain motivation, beat the record book. And I I think that's the way to go. So even if it's a machine, I mean, I think you should do it on your squat, your bench, your deadlift as a bodybuilder. Right. The record book, beat the record, whether it's a rep record or whether it's a weight record. But it's it's PRs constantly and that keeps that motivation. But you know also
1: also you've got to have different PRs in relation to your changes in body weight. In other words, I have PRs when I weigh or that are different when I weigh 195 than when I weigh two oh five than when I weigh two twenty five. Yeah. Great point. And it's subtle. You have to be aware of that. I can't expect myself to be I'm about right now, I'm I'm about 199. So
2: Damn, you're way right down. I'm in now. the middle.
1: Right. I'm in the middle and I, I'm thinking about going down. I'm on a good groove. I, all I do is eat protein in this green egg. I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I, don't eat, I turned any. into a grill, a grilled junkie. Wow. I need to be set, <laughs> sent to barbecue Betty Ford. I'm out of I control, just, man. I'm out of control.
0: As soon as we Marty, get off the
1: phone, I'm I'm doing chicken. Thanks, nice.
0: Marty, I've got a green egg too. I love that <laughs> thing. But you know what? I got my I got my wife a uh, I, I think the buzzword this year was a Wee gift right so I got her a uh, it's called a meter and it's a wireless it's all on an app and everything it's a, yeah. uh, a, a it's a meat uh, thermometer yeah. and you you put it through so it measures the internal temperature of the meat and the ambient temperature throughout the yeah. grill. Yeah. And it's all on your phone and everything. Yeah. And I used that on Sunday. I did up a, uh, a tri-tip, about a three-pound tri-tip. And um, I actually cooked a whole chicken on a beer can. You ever seen that?
1: Yep. yep. I got Do I that. Do that. I all I've, been doing, I've been doing that in 1984.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, a, a wee gift. I love that uh, that green egg smoker. So I, I I had to recently dust it off because I haven't used it in months. So it's on oh, yeah, now, baby. It's
1: I uh, it gets... I can't go anywhere because I have
2: to grill. <laughs> <laughs> You're too busy grilling, man. Tomorrow I have ribs. Today she's like, "Come to the horses with me." What are you talking about? I, have <laughs> no. to
0: grill. I must grill. No, no, no. Ribs are great. What do you cook them up to? About 190. Two hundred? No, you think uh, uh, It's. Uh, now I
1: can't. I can't share my secrets. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, never mind. Getting back yeah, to. We'll
1: talk, uh, we'll talk offline. Muscle. We don't, want, we don't. We don't want. We're getting too far afield here. But back to.
0: Back to human uh, muscle. Not. Uh,
1: also, the 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 idea that um, if given a choice, this is the way that I phrase it. If if two systems delivered equal results. Would you prefer to use the system that required you to be in the gym two hours, five days a week, for 90 minutes, or the system that required you to be in the gym twice a week for 40 minutes? Right. Right. Now, one is strength training, one is bodybuilding. And I would offer up this, results are not equal when it comes to strength. Strength training trumps bodybuilding insofar as building strength. So, if the goal is to build strength with the unintended side consequence of increasing lean muscle mass, then why not do less, get more, get stronger, increase your lean muscle mass, and still leave plenty of time to, like, you know, really crush it in cardio?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's tough I've... to do cardio. It's tough to do cardio if you're in the gym five days a week for an hour lifting. Yeah, you know, that's, it's just you gotta, okay. Yeah. Now, now, you know what? Now I guess I tack on thirty minutes at the end of the lifting. So now I'm dedicating two hours a day between changing and traveling and all that stuff to training. And I guess that's okay for some people, but I just don't have that kind of time.
0: Mm-hmm especially yeah, I mean, when you're manning the smoke or seven days a week. Right? So a, oh, so a,
2: a good scenario, there, a, a good scenario would be three days of lifting three days of cardio mm-hmm. one day off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage somebody on that day off, go for a hike, go for something fun where you don't even know you're, you're doing cardio, you know, yeah, uh, you know, wheelbarrows or, or whatever, you know, move a pile of dirt, or, you know, do something, play racquetball, do, do something on that day. Just Real. So Stay active. you Grill and do some dumbbell presses <laughs> on your way out.
0: Jim, talk about total sets with uh, you know building muscle versus just wanting to gain strength and building muscle as a side effect of that. You know, wh- wh- how, how's the contrast there with total sets? The contrast between bodybuilding and strength training. Bo- bodybuilding and strength training with total sets. Yeah, like say you're going to do squats for bodybuilding I mean, I would, how many
2: i would get yates's book and do the do the training program that yates does where you're working up to the one all outside and you know yeah. with that perfect form and then you'll get both which is he like strength, strength, strength training, yeah he yeah strength you could take cones <laughs> per program put That's it against yates program yep. <laughs> and there's no difference except right. yates did the force reps and some negatives
0: yeah. yeah
2: so Amazing. you can get it Amazing. Amazing. thick like ed Cohn or thick like Yates and strong like Ed Cone, you know, by doing the same, basically the same program. And if you're saying, okay, well, I'm a bodybuilder, then you add some force, some reps, force reps or some negatives at the end of just a couple sets though, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, or a couple things, you're not going to do negatives and squats and bent over rows and stuff like that. That's for where your you're not going to do uh,
1: cable crossovers and
2: tricep kickbacks. Right. But there's not enough bang for your buck. So when you're thinking about a program, you always want to say, what exercise is going to involve the most musculature that I can do in the shortest amount of time without, you know, uh, spinning my wheels? And the cable crossover is not going to get it like that barbell bench press, where there's so many muscles involved, or the incline. You know, but here's the preacher or the preacher
0: curl. Here's some of the confusion that I hear. A guy will say, "Yeah, but Arnold would do 700 sets a week." Yeah. Yates was doing this much. I, it's so confusing. Which, which do I do? I guess you yeah. say, well, which guy do you want to look like?
1: Uh, yeah, because what Arno Which would you, doing prefer, and we which about you prefer to do 700
2: sets a week or 60?
0: Yeah. You quit your job, quit school and go do 700 <laughs> sets a week.
2: You know, I was fortunate to be born with an attention span of a gnat and I can't do that, man. I, I, I don't <laughs> know, I, I think people have a mental illness that they like to be in the gym so long. Uh, you know, I've gone and done my workout, which takes like thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, and then left something in the gym and come back a couple hours later, and there's still some of the same people doing their "quote-unquote" workouts. Like, what, dude? How, how do you do that? I'm, so, I'd be so bored, man. They have you know? that's because it's, it's, they like it. It feels
1: good. Uh, they like the repetition. They think they're doing something about fitness. Yeah. uh they do the same thing in the same way at the same time uh and they never change and they're regular yeah, and you just want to go up and say hey let us let me give you a, a good program because yeah. obviously you're you're disciplined you're, i mean you're here all the time yeah we can just make better use of your time and you could probably get by with less but that's that's
2: not my prerogative to walk up to somebody (laughs) and tell them that right mentor used to say it was like a and not that he didn't have these issues too but that it was like a mental disease you know that you have to be in the gym that you Uh, that that is probably a bad example for mental disease Jimmy. that's what i said but uh (laughs) that was more drug related then but anyway i you know what jp i like telling people that they only have one set you're not allowed more than one no matter what, you're allowed to do two warm-ups, but then you're only allowed one set. So I want you to put everything yeah. into that one set. Have you ever put everything you have into one set? And then you can like play that. with it as they go along and stuff like that. Yeah. But when they when they start off after you teach them the correct mm-hmm. form, it's you're not you have to put everything into that one.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think that's to-
2: to- good. No, I'm sorry.
0: No, I was just going to say real quick, I think that's a great way for the beginner to start, too, because they're not overdoing it. They're, they're exerting 102% effort on that top set, but they're not going and going and going and, you know, keep doing more and more sets where they're going to hurt themselves. Yeah.
1: Well, you can't generate 102% effort for more than one set. If you do, it's not 102% effort.
0: Yeah, I agree with
1: that. So, I mean, if you're doing five sets of five with a static poundage, uh, I don't know what's that, Jim? Eighty percent or something? You can do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you try to push that up. I mean, you try to push that up every time. But that's, uh, <clears throat> you know, you're. It's. I don't know. Dorian Yates. One time, he said. He said. He said, "What are we going to do?" He said, "Are we going to flog the muscle to death, or are we going to shoot it with a bullet through the heart one time?"
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what he did.
1: Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, work up the one all-out set. But um, he knew where he was at in relation to the previous week, and each week, as at least during his – now, he divided his world into the – you had the off-season mass-building phase, then you had the in-season get-ripped phase, and they're distinctly different. But in the off-season mass-building phase – um. You know, uh, like Jim noted, uh, him and Cohn were essentially, and I tell you, Kirk too. Mm-hmm. Um, they essentially all were using the identical philosophy, uh, except that Dorian was doing a couple of forced reps with with Leroy. Uh, but other than that, and and Ed and Dorian's program were particularly similar because they did Ed did what I call power. Uh, power uh, body bodybuilding power training right power building yeah the power mm-hmm. building right uh, he, he had a wide range of assistance exercises much right. wider than Kirk. Kirk, Kirk had very little Cassidy even had less <laughs> although what Cassidy did which is interesting after he worked up to it to a top set he would reduce weight and do two static weight two static sets with I don't know, maybe 50 to 90 pounds less, depending upon right. you know, how, how heavy you were lifting. Uh, but he did that in the squat, the bench, and the deadlifting And in the bench, he'd back the weight off and do two sets of, if you were doing fives, you'd do two sets of eight Right. as your back offs. And in the, the bench, if you were doing touch and go on the five, you'd do two sets of eight pause from the bench. The deadlift, if you would do conventional deadlifting with his uh, characteristic narrow stance, but then on the back offs, he would uh, do the stiff leg. Mm. So he'd do two sets of stiff legs. So he was sort of uh, doing both. Now, right. He was sort of strength training and throwing in a little bit of volume bodybuilding. And he called the back off sets. Quote unquote, the hallmark of his program. So he was real big on that. So, mm-hmm. but again, he only did, well, what we do, squat, bench, dead. Yeah, that was the only things we really cared about. We did some seated pressing, but that was kind of bodybuilder ish and some arm work, some tricep push downs, some dips, but there was all like uh, no one really, you didn't note your curl. Poundage week, to right. week, you know. Right. You damn well knew what your what your squat was and what you
2: needed to do on your back loss, but you know when your tricep pushed out of me, you know, didn't matter. Yeah, let's knock out a couple sets. The in and yeah, to me that you know we talk about the the unintended consequence of muscle growth. That see that see first of all when I, if I was powerlifting, I would do those that stuff as injury prevention. Oh, and then you get big arms too. You know. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to leave out a a body part. So you get a couple sets of triceps. You get a couple sets of of biceps. Like
1: like when you see a really well-developed Olympic lifter. Yeah. And they look strange because they have gigantic, beautiful legs. They have great back, right? Chest is not too bad, but they don't have any arms. And it looks so strange.
2: Right. Right. And I think you need the biceps, that initial stability with the pull and... You know, you need you need a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah. Plus, it looks cool, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In case you go to the beach or something.
2: Well, you're right. I was watching the Bulgarian training hall tapes the other day. Oh, you were. Yeah. And I'd love to see those again. I, oh yeah, they're on YouTube, man. They're on YouTube. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: okay. Good. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you the story behind this. Go ahead. What, so, go ahead.
2: Yeah, and it's just like all those guys had these. Fastest lateralis and medialis hanging over their knees, right? Their legs are so massive, and then they have athletic-looking upper bodies, except yes. for their traps and back, which are like barn doors, and their traps yes. are are up by their ears. You know yes. what I mean? But it's yes. uh, well, it's all what you train for, right? And, and
1: and these are like the the hardest of the hard Bulgarian kids that were like plucked out of elementary school. Yeah, and now they're now they're eighteen and nineteen and twenty two, and their coach uh, Medjab, the butcher he would sit in a little school chair. He was a fat guy and he chain smoked cigarettes. Yeah, I love him. And and it was in a it was in a abandoned elementary school. Randy Strassen went over there. He flew over there. He said, he said. It was pretty sad for considering these are the best Olympic lifters in the world. Holes in their shoes. He, Holes in their shoes. Uh, yep. And he said, anytime anybody was going to set, what was it? A, a, a national or world record, they held their hand up. Yep. And then everybody else would
2: stop. Other than that, I don't know. Would they have seven platforms
1: going, Jim? You know, oh, something like
2: Going that. and he would sit, he's leaning back. Yep. The, the head coach, Abijev. He's mm-hmm. leaning back. He's got one guy sitting next to him recording stuff. <laughs> He doesn't get up until he got up one time during that. It was because one kid tried a snatch like 10 times and finally like on the, he missed it every time he didn't say a word until the 10th rep. And he stood up and you know said, stop it. That's enough. And that was it. The rest of the time, you know, we have a tendency in America to overcoach. And I actually fired a guy for, for overcoaching warmups one time, but that was a long time ago. But, uh, (laughs) I mean, you know, the kids are just coming in, you know, just, just let them get a little loose. But, uh, you know, he, he, it, it, we have a tendency to be like, okay, your right foot, your left foot, you know, let them get going a little bit. And then when it, if they already know the form, you know, let them learn a little bit on them on their own. And then really, when you need to, you get out there and, and get on their ass. But it, it, that, that Bulgarian training hall take, what I used to do in my first marriage I would put it on and my ex my first wife would fall asleep every single time. She would she'd be like, I'm like, You wanna watch some Bulgarian training? Like, sure, Drawing up divorce papers. You know, she's like yeah. And she she'd might get, as well just ask her if she wanted to watch the three stooges. she'd be asleep within five minutes and I'd be all fired up because I would watch that before my yeah, school.
1: Yeah, go just squat, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so, 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 Randy told me one one quick story. At this, I thought was just amazing. He said, so they're in there, and he was he went over for a full week, <clears throat> so he was with them like every day, and they well, they trained eight hours a day. Oh yeah, imagine that. He and they said, well, he said they uh, they said that this was the national team, and uh, this was their job. Right, and so they expected them to work at their job eight hours a day. They were lifting eight hours a day and and doing nothing but what singles. Maybe did they do any doubles? I don't even think so. No, I
2: mean why it's not? Like
1: all single reps, uh, snatch, <coughs> clean, clean and jerk, squat. All their squats are super, super deep, all ass on heels, yeah. And that's all they did over and over and over and over again, over, eight hours a day. Randy said one day he said. He was in there and he said, everybody started whispering. He said, said, like they're all whispering, whispering, whispering. And the coach is like looking around like, what's going on? And he said, at lunchtime, everybody started running, running, right? He said, what's going on? Is the building on fire? What's going on? He said, they ran out. He said, And so Strassen grabbed one of the guys and said, what's going on? He said, oh, he said, they have eggs today at the cafeteria. We want to get there before they run out. Uh, oh yeah, and this this was the damn national team.
2: Broken windows in that place.
1: Broken, yeah. Green, it's green, like green, we green. are we are so spoiled.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: we are so spoiled. Oh, they got eggs today, so, so all the lifters <laughs> they run over there before they run out. What are they living on? Bologna sandwiches, you you know, and
2: cigarettes, bologna sandwiches. Our, they- all, went- all our nutrition and all our yeah. science. I think it's overrated. Yeah. Well, you know the the he's he's doing a meeting in one of those films, uh, the head coach, and the guys are sitting on the desk, smoke. They're sitting on a bench smoking. Yeah, <laughs> they're all, they're smoking be before they train. You know, well, you was it Kirk who told me or Rob Wagner when you'd go to the IPF Worlds in Eastern Europe or Europe or whatever, and, and <laughs> the Eastern Europeans would be smoking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and that's so unfor—you know—we're just like that's taboo, man. You're an athlete and you smoke. Yeah, no, no, we're smoking. Yeah, and they
1: go, and, they, and they'll go, no, I'm not an athlete. I'm a lifter.
2: I'm a
0: lifter. <laughs> I remember seeing that back in the '80s when I uh, lifted at this um, this gym. It was called Bulldog Gym in, in SoCal, it was in Irwindale, and there was this monster guy in there. I mean, this dude was thick and um, you know very impressive physique, and then. I looked out the window and saw him out there smoking and I, it, it was such the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen at the time. Yeah. It, like it just, it just didn't go together. And it was just May weird. I say one word to you? <laughs> no. Prison. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it might've been, this guy had That's this. Us, s- he picked it up. He, he sounded like a, a prison dude, right? He had a scar down his face, the biggest scar yeah. you ever saw. So I had, uh, I have a yeah. feeling you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. can, can we clarify preferred rep range for building muscle versus just kind of trying to uh, build strength?
2: I mean, I, I, I think you can do fives and do both. Uh, you know, you, you can do five to eight, but, I mean, you can really gain some muscle with fives, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't forget, Yates did sixes. He was doing sets of six. You know, he, he bumped it up a little bit on the leg stuff but I don't mm-hmm. think it was over eight to 10, something like that. But all the men's are the same thing. And all those guys they are doing, the six was the hallmark. What's the difference? Fives or sixes, you know, Oh, I'm building muscle with sixes, but not with fives. And when I was around Lavroni when he made his comeback, he did fours. He was oh, doing wow. four and everything. And you can't deny that he has some muscle, you know? Uh, oh. You know, I, I think it's an intensity thing. And I think it's the added intensifiers like force reps or negatives that you sort of add on, which makes the set go into a little deeper, um, you know, muscle, muscle
1: breakdown. Look at it different. We think that you should have a personal record in all your rep ranges, right? You should have a personal 10 rep record, a personal eight rep record, a personal six rep record, a five for sure. You know, triple or double, single, you should have, A personal record in each of those rep ranges and regardless of whatever rep range you select you should seek to equal or exceed that assuming it's a recent a recent mark
0: agreed on that
1: that's that's the way that we look at it we like to mix it up if you go stale on triples go to tens right or if you go burn out on tens go to three yeah but well don't go from eight to 10. That's no change. Don't go from
0: three to five. That's no change. Right. Got to be a big contrast. Me That's personally. Yeah, me personally. Now, I've always embraced the, uh, the, the Dorian-like training. I, I love that. I was always nice and strong. The problem with me, especially on bench, is that if, if I do sixes or whatever, I just can't get the deep burn. So what I've been doing since I lost all that weight I've been hitting going for 12s and I'm getting such a, 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 a an intense burn and in everything I do, my chest, especially, which for me has always been harder to, to make it burn, especially on chest. I mean, on a bench um, I'm just, I, I'm putting on muscle. I'm, I'm my definition is really improving. Um, and, and plus for me too, you know, I've got an injured shoulder right now from doing overhead presses. Um, the, the higher reps are really helping me kind of give the, the joints a break. And I'm really just concentrating on the muscle fiber instead of just, you know, freaking the joints out with all that heavy weight.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, the late, great Jeff Everson uses a great, uh, perfect example for that. The lumberjack example. So the, the first, you know, month or first few weeks, the lumberjack goes into the woods. He's chopping down a tree with a, let's say a 10, 10 pound ax after a while, you know, his forearms get all ripped up. You could see some, some definition yeah. in his shoulders, some muscle growth, but what happens? What's, what's your body? This amazing adaptive organism, right? So it starts to adapt. You don't get any, any more muscle size. You don't, you know, you don't gain anything else unless you change the weight of the ax, the speed of the ax, the rest periods between chopping, you know, you know the breaks that you take you have to change something in order to keep that going i would say jp you're changing your body's used to those lower reps and all of a sudden you're giving it to them now that's going to stop eventually and you're going to have to go back or change change something up in order to keep making gains because your body adapts it adapts to anything when i used to squat every day i did it i tore i had a bilateral tear of my it bands and uh when my rehab was squatting every day, but I, you can't keep that up. You know, you can't, because right. your body goes, okay, now that's nothing to me. Change something up, you know?
0: No, I, I hear you for sure. And that's, um, you know, I'm, I'm always very conscious of that, you know, uh, you know, my gains versus what I'm writing down on, on, because uh, I keep a journal and, and you know, um, I'm writing every single thing down and I refer back to it every single time you know, like today I did chest and, and tries and I was flipping the pages back to last week to make sure that I did more. Um, if I did the same weight, I did another rep or two yeah. while keeping my form pristine because mm-hmm. you don't want to break your form just to get another extra rep or two you're going to injure yourself. It doesn't really count. So, um, I, I keep a very tight journal on all that stuff and it's very helpful, but, uh, for me going heavy in the future, eh, I, I, I'm going to probably come up with a lot more things to give it great contrast rather than piling a lot more weight on there because, um, you know, I'm just trying to kind of maintain uh, my my joints. My back has gotten so much better. I've been doing uh, the the hex bar deadlifts. And uh, we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. But, I, you know, for a guy that uh, – and I was just talking to uh, – uh the chief who we're having on in a couple weeks and uh he's got the same exact back uh situation as me but uh you know for a guy that with three herniated discs i'm i'm now uh deadlifting 285 for five very slow very controlled no pain whatsoever you mean with Um, the hex bar yeah with the hex bar yeah. And I look, I get it. You know, you've got the, uh, the neutral grips and it's, um, uh, the grip is elevated. Uh, but for me, if that's, what's helping my back and I I'm pain free and, and getting a lot stronger, it's a win-win for me because my back was in rough shape, you know? And when your back is that deconditioned, you have to be careful picking up a, a bag of dog food or whatever, because you can get injured. I mean, it's, it's serious as that. It sounds kind of dumb, but, um, that's just how it is. So, my, my back is slowly feeling more and more like it's becoming bulletproof from all this. And I feel so much better. There you go.
1: Well, you should go back in a time machine to 1982 and start over.
0: Well,
2: I don't even think they had hex bars. If did. you,
0: yeah. If, Marty, if you invent a time machine, I will try to do that. Yes. Baby, I,
2: yes. All right.
0: So, While you're yeah, at it, inv- yeah. invisibility. Would you? Oh man, I'd love that. Uh, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm working on that one.
1: X-ray um, vision.
2: X-ray vision would be mine.
1: Well, if no one ever sees you, or, you know, are you there? Um, so that's what I've currently been working on. Is avoiding <laughs> all contact humans successfully. Uh, so, willpower. Yes. Must. And got to pick up with enthusiasm enthusiasm tied to results results are have to be measurable it can't be well i think i look better now now i lost four and a half pounds i you know increased my whatever 15 pounds you know these are the kind of substantial i i uh, in my cardio walk i you know added two minutes or shaved a minute off my previous best time for this distance and if you log then you have numeric benchmarks to work against that's important as jp says he logs every workout well we also log our cardio and Steele will tell you that he logs nutrition yeah um mm-hmm. because it all together it requires a degree of precision that if you're serious about a dramatic transformation you got to use dramatic methods and dramatic intensity you know what i mean you, you, yeah, you can't expect yeah. you can't expect outstanding results for modest effort with half-ass effort that's right, right. it just it doesn't work that way you know so what are we talking well you got to get a serious damn diet you gotta do get out and start walking the neighborhood for 45 minutes you gotta lift right somehow some sort of resistance <laughs> training. And all of it together, one, two, three. You're going to see if you do that. If 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 you establish a, a sensible, realistic resistance training program, start with a minimalistic thing, right? And then you establish a, some sort of a daily or you know or four or five times a week cardio routine, and then you get a hold of your diet and you cut out the insulin spiking foods doesn't matter if you're a keto person or you're a vegetarian person, whoever you are, you got to get it, rid of the foods that spike insulin. Insulin is the enemy. Insulin is everything. Control of insulin is control of body fat percentile. you get that squared away. And there's no, it would be a, a physiologic impossibility not to make gains.
2: Yeah. You have to try not right. to.
1: <laughs> Suddenly, you're doing sensible, sensible, hardcore resistance training. You're being consistent in your cardio, improving, and you finally got rid of all the refined carbs and all the insulin spiking stuff in your diet. How could you not
2: make dramatic gains? Yeah. And in your well being, too, the way you feel.
1: Oh, you're detoxing right you're getting all the industrial foods and all the chemical foods out of your system you're doing cardio so you're breathing in beautiful outside air which is a hell of a lot different than the air at the ymca where you're sitting next to 22 people yeah right 22 stationary bikes
0: yeah
1: sir i'll i'll go out i'm going out
0: see you Well, here's what we're going to do in a few weeks, and uh, each of you are going to bring in like one of your regular guys that you've been training, and we're going to talk about what they've gone through, how easy this really is if you're just dialed in, if you have the right, um, if you have the right foundation with the the right uh, uh, training and 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 diet all set up, and uh, so it's going to be an interesting story. Jim, you're going to bring a guy in. Marty, you're going to bring one of these guys in. And for anybody who wants to listen to that, and you're just starting out, or you know maybe you've been at it for a while, listen to these guys. These are real life examples of you know being getting with a, a professional like Marty or, or Jim right from the beginning, and how you quickly you can accelerate in whatever your 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 goals are for your your physical being, whether it's uh, you know gaining muscle, strength, losing weight, whatever. Uh, but that'll be a real good uh, podcast coming up, a couple of different podcasts for you guys to listen to uh, if you're in that same situation. And also, you know, I think these pro- guys probably have a, a couple of spots left. They do uh, online training and all that. So if you want to talk with uh, Marty, just email Marty at ironcompany.com or Jim. At IronCompany.com, um, and you can get going on your new re- your New Year's resolution, so you don't uh, become a. what Would you say Marty a mullet? Jim <laughs>
2: mullet. Jim mullet. Jim a mullet. Jim mullet. I, I, I heard that originally from Bill Starr. Bill Starr, right? Yeah. And yeah. in the old Powerlifting USA's, they yep. used to talk about that. And I guess Starr. Well, yeah, know. that he had a famous article in there on that, and it had
1: a famous photograph of a. So a guy laying down on a bench, a real skinny guy with like black socks and dress shoes, and he's taking a nap. And the, <laughs> uh, the, and the uh, caption was, behold,
0: the sleeping mullet. Wow. Is there something to that with business in the front and party in the back or something? Or am I overthinking? I don't know uh, where the more mullet like comes the fish,
2: from. The mullet the fish, not the mullet the haircut. <laughs>
1: right marty it's the mullet this the preceded, yeah the this preceded works. the mullet that uh, uh the kentucky waterfall was
2: not till later the kentucky waterfall it's a mullet haircut i've never heard that before
0: well i haven't you. either and i and i grew up down the street from marty i never heard them anyway did you have a mullet I, i'm sure i probably did we probably with all your, three did right with
1: your blonde no i didn't i, I was a little on the I was you were on a, the cooler adult, side i
0: was
2: an adult i was an adult man yeah well by the time the mullets were in i'd lost my hair so I was,
0: jim and i are the total <laughs> opposite of a mullet these days yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah those are back man look at the baseball players they all got mullets. That's
0: they do I, I wouldn't want all that hair again no way I got to oh, shift man. around. I don't want all that stuff laying on my shoulders. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, let's.
0: Uh, Ed, Ed
1: Cohn once called my hair Gallagher's best body part.
0: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Quite a compliment. All right. <laughs> Check out Marty's weekly column raw with Marty Gallagher at ironcompany.com. Uh, you can find his latest article muscle replenishment on there, which uh, discusses the importance of pre-fueling, to establish animalism and then refueling after your workout to accelerate recovering growth. It's a good, uh, and um, also make sure you check out his Instagram at the Marty Gallagher and his wife, Stacy's website, functional hyphen, our website.
1: I've been instructed not Stacy's website. It's our website from this. Okay. Your website. And I better not forget.
0: Functional hyphen strength.org. Lots yeah, of different all, stuff going on there. All things Gallagher. Mm-hmm. You got any recipe? barbecue stuff on there?
1: Yeah, any recipes? Oh man, I I do, I do. I, it's a it's a never ending saga. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, it, yeah it, you know keep, what would be a great one is making diet food taste better. You know what I mean for people? Ah, uh, yeah. This keto thing is
1: just stuff your face with enough mm. roast chicken and you're not hungry, right? Yeah. For the bad yeah. stuff. You don't have room for the bad stuff, right?
0: Yeah. All right. And since uh, 1997, Iron Company has been a reliable source for all your gym equipment and flooring solutions. Check out all the latest strength equipment, free weights, gym flooring, cardio equipment, and more. Uh, whether you're setting up for garage gym, a commercial gym, army base, whatever, we do it all. And uh, new gym Steel articles can be found on our article section. Uh, His latest article, my top five gym equipment choices for size and strength gains is up now. And he's currently writing another one that we're going to be posting in the next week or two. So check that out. You can also check out his, his very own website at boss barbell that's B a S -S barbell.com for training, motivation programs, hunting, everything, right, Jim. That's right. That's All right. Duck calls. Duck calls. Yes, Double that's goose calls.
2: Whiskey. Everything, everything a man <laughs> needs. To reach Shooting. Are yeah. you
1: still in touch with the moonshine making preacher?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, what? A, what a, of course. <laughs> I'm going hunting with him tomorrow. Going hunting tomorrow. <laughs> is, is he still <laughs> making that nectar of the gods? Of course. I got some. Oh, man, right around here somewhere. When I want to light a fire or light my my Oh here. man. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know All if right. you need some. Let me know. No, nah,
1: it's too good. Yeah. It's too addictive.
2: <laughs> yeah, All right, so guys. When we have Christy on next week, we'll tell you some moonshine stories. She's, uh, All she's right. imbibed a few times. Yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> we got a bunch of good guests coming up, so it's, it's going to be fun. So stick around and keep checking in each week. Okay. Sounds All right, good. guys. Happy new year to you. Yeah, uh,
2: happy thank new you. Year. Sounds good. All right. Bye.